Welcome to the His Light and Life podcast with your host, Mark, who will be your guide to enhance, deepen, and enrich your Christian life. To turn your focus away from just getting by to walking with God in His light and life. back to his light and life we're talking about our heavenly citizenship or dual citizenship would be a better way to put it i want to read another verse here from philippians um and we find this actually no i'm gonna read a verse first of all from john this is john 17 this is jesus talking john 17 15 and 16 my prayer is not that you take them out of the world but that you protect them from the evil one They are not of the world, even as I am am not of it. So we take that and we usually say, okay, so we're no longer of the world. And we say, okay, so we disconnect ourselves from the, the events and the things that are going on in our world. So we're not socially active. We're not politically active. I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying a lot of people. That's how they see that verse, that there's a complete disconnection. I'm not of the world. Click. They cut it off, and I'm laying aside right there and then my, my humanly citizen, my earth citizenship, and now I'm nowhere because their understanding of their heavenly citizenship or why they are citizens of heaven because the spirit inside of them was actually born in heaven and has come to the earth when they're born again. They end up between two worlds. They're no longer a citizen of the earth. They've cut them. They see that verse where Jesus says that they they take this verse absolutely for what it says literally. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. And they say, I'm cut off from that. And I'm connected to, I don't know, to Jesus. Usually most people just say I'm, I'm connected to him. I'm a believer now, and when I die, then I'm going to go to heaven, and at that point, I'm going to become a citizen of heaven. So they take the earth citizenship literally now, cut off, end of story, and then they place the heavenly citizenship in a future tense. I'll say that again. They cut themselves off from their earthly citizenship, and they say, I'm dead to the world. And then they live their lives in this no man's land. And then they believe that once they die and they go to heaven, at that point, they'll become a citizen of heaven in operation, a functional citizen of heaven. So in between here and there, they're stuck. They're stuck between two worlds. And they're... This is the, this is the this is the the problem area. They're generally ineffective in either. They're generally ineffective in either. It's like you know. It's like uh, it's like somebody who was you know coming over. Let's say to North America. They were let's say they were uh, uh, from Scotland. They're, so they're Scottish citizens. But they're leaving Scotland, their parents have put them on a boat or whatever, and they're going to the new world, and they're never coming back. They're just never coming back. So they say their goodbyes to everybody, 
uh, there and they get on the boat. Now, for most believers, a lot of believers, that's what Christianity is. They've gotten on this boat. They've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. Jesus is the boat. And he's the savior. And they got into the boat. And they're on the boat. And then there's this long sea journey across the Atlantic. And then they're going to arrive in New York City. New York City and once they're there, they're going to be... Um, they're going to be granted citizenship of America, and at that point, they're going to become an American citizen. And they're never going back to Scotland. There's where most Christians are. They've left the Scotland, in this case, is the world. They've left the world. Be not conformed to this world. They get into the boat. Jesus is the boat, and they're waiting now. They're believers, and they do things on the boat. We call it church and activities. They, they have a small group. They Bible study. They do these different things. They're on the boat, and they're trying to behavior modification, and it's great. Lock yourself in your cell, in your uh, stateroom, whatever, and on the boat, and then you're going to disembark when you die, and you're gonna, then you're going to be in New York City, and you're going to be in heaven. And there's a disconnect between both worlds. And they're stuck between both worlds. If they're on the boat, they don't, you know, if they somebody was, let's say they had a, you know, a teleprompter or a, back in the day, they would have had like a telegraph machine or whatever. It sent them things and they were finding out and they were making announcements on the boat every day of what's going on in Scotland and the politics there and the events that are going on. And the guy would be on the boat saying, I don't know why they keep, I'm never going back. I'm out. I'm not, I don't have, I don't watch the news. I'm not connected here. I don't care. This whole thing's doomed. I don't have to, I don't have to concern myself with it. This world's, you know, reserved for fire. Peter tells us that. And I, I, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not of the world. I don't have to, I don't have to trouble myself, concern myself or worry myself about things of the world because I'm not of the world. And I'm on the. I'm going to heaven. I'm. I'm. I'm preparing to go to heaven. I'm preparing for you know my judgment. I'm preparing to meet my maker. I'm preparing to, you know, I'm preparing for the next for the elevation for the next step the next stage in human existence. And they're caught between both worlds. They're ineffective in the natural, and they're very ineffective in the spiritual. And they don't know that God wants them to be engaged and involved and connected to both worlds because we ultimately will be dual citizens forever. We've mistaken our Earth's citizenship with Adam. See, we've mistaken our, the importance of our earthly citizenship with Adam. Like, I had a great-great-great-grandfather. No idea who he was. But I know I had one. I know I had one. I know I, I, I had a... His, my great-great-great-grandfather had a great-great-great-grandfather. I know that. And on and on and on and on. And it can go all the way back to Adam. I know that. But how my great-great-grandfather was has no bearing on me today. Today. 
I can do what I wanted. I can, I can make changes. In other words, it doesn't negate citizenship. What Adam did, he did in obedience, disobedience to God. What Adam did, he did in a capacity, not as, not as a, not as a, that as a, as the head, as the judicial head of mankind. Yes. But not as it relates to the citizenships of all mankind. There's still aspects and rights and privileges and responsibilities that come to every single human being since him that have to do with citizenship that take place regardless of his behavior. Citizenship is greater than Adam. See, my earthly citizenship is more important, is, is greater to me than Adam's disobedience. Because my citizenship of the earth is in relationship to God. I'm his access point in this earth. You're his access point in this earth. The church is his access point in this earth. It's very, very important. I'm going to read another portion of scripture here. This is Ephesians 5 to 8, 16. It's a little lengthy, but it's important. For you were once darkness, but now ye are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord, having nothing to do with the fruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful to even mention what the disobedient do in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible. For it is light that makes everything visible. This is why it is said, Wake up, O sleepers, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. Be very careful, then, how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Okay? Now, that's crucial in the sense that it's giving us direction as how we're to live as citizens of the earth. But we can do that because we are, in fact, citizens of heaven. See? It's a movement from heaven through your heavenly citizenship to your physical body and your earthly citizenship that brings the Father glory at this point. That's what he says here. In, in John 15, 18, and 19, he says, If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. And what we say is, okay, so now I'm between these two worlds. But you're not. Because in this world, we're to shine as lights. And how do we do that? Yielding our bodies as living sacrifices unto God. Now we have his access point. He has his access point. Adam was God's access point in the earth. Adam was his access point. Right? 
The father doesn't have a physical body. Adam was his representative, his steward in the earth with a physical body. God could speak in the spirit to Adam and Adam could materialize what was spoken. You see that with Jesus. I only do what I see my father doing and I only say what I hear my father saying. He manifested, right? He manifested God in the earth. He manifested him. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Now, the world, the word has become flesh in you and is living in this world as a dual citizen. So the believer needs to understand that the people that have gone before him, before us, who are in heaven right now, we have exactly the same relationship and citizenship as they do. They are, they are materially, physically, in heaven with a heavenly citizenship and an earthly citizenship. They don't give it up. That's why they can come back here. That's why the, the, the kingdom of the, the, the temple of God is going to come down on the earth. That's why during the millennial reign, we'll be here on the earth with him. That's why he's come back here many times. Appeared unto his disciples, made them a breakfast on the beach. Appeared in their presence, sat with them and talked to them. Was with them 40 days, teaching them about the kingdom. Because he has access to the earth. All power and authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. We see it's a Gnostic thinking that physical, the flesh is evil. It is not evil. It is to be glorified. God isn't going to take that evil thing and glorify it. He would have made it completely different. He would have made a new creation when Adam, he redeemed his creation. Jesus redeemed his creation. Do you think the Father God would have had his son born of a woman in a fleshly body? The word became flesh if flesh was evil. Fallen is not evil. You have your child, you're walking along with your child on a and it's a bit of a rainy day, and he's all of a sudden you turn and he's just scampered off the trail and he's just smashed, jumping up and down in a little puddle he found. He's covered in dirty water. He's still your son. You still have an intention for him. You take him, you take him home, you get his clothes in the wash, and you, you, you throw him in the tub and you clean him up. Well, that's a very simple analogy, but in reality, that's exactly what God did. His elect fell in Adam and now they're in the muck. He sends his son and his son washes them in his blood. And now we're redeemed. Oversimplification there, but now we're redeemed. But we're still in a physical body. And this physical body will put on a heavenly body. It will be glorified, but it will still be on this earth. It will be here. We'll be dual citizenship. We will not become dual citizenship. We will not become dual citizens. We will enter into the fullness of our citizenship. See? That little, that little baby that's born in Canada from American parents has an, has an American citizenship and 
a Canadian citizenship. The child's American citizenship doesn't become active when the child goes back to America with his parents two years from now. It's active when he's born. His parents can apply for that birth, that American birth certificate, all, everything, day one. Because that child is a dual citizen. We were born once, and we were born with an earthly citizenship. Then we were born again, and onto our earthly citizenship was added a heavenly citizenship. And we have access not to the not to us an instruction book. We have access to the very heart of God because of our heavenly citizenship. He is our Father. We're born again. We're children of God. For as many as believed on his Son, he gave them the power to become the children of God. Sons and daughters of God. This earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's waiting for a glorious people, people who enter into the fullness of what I'm talking about today. And they actually demonstrate, as Jesus did, he demonstrated the heavenly authority through his physical body in the earth. He himself said, the glory of the latter house will be greater than the former. The deeds and works and deeds that I do, you shall do, and greater than these shall you do, because I go to my Father. And it is my long-held belief that before we leave, before this this age of grace is culminated, there will be a demonstration in the earth through physical bodies of the children of God of their heavenly citizenship manifested, of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ, of what being born again fully is, of having his life inside of you, of having his light inside of you, his glory is in you, his presence is in you, his person is in you. And Jesus is looking for a people to manifest himself through. He's looking for a people to manifest himself through. We are the Father's access point in this earth. Jesus said, Herein is my Father glorified, that you go forth and bear much fruit. Not go forth in confused wonderment between two dimensions, wondering here and wondering there, thinking that heaven's influence and instruction books are supposed to direct and gauge your behavior here. That's not true. We overcome because we're sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ. He has been made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. You give yourselves a living, offer yourself a living sacrifice, and his kingdom manifests through you that you prove the acceptable, the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. I think there's going to be a proving of the, of the perfect will of God in the earth before Jesus returns. I believe for a very short period of time in a very powerful way, the world is going to see a demonstration of the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ like never before. It'll be, it'll be glorious. It'll be worldwide. It will be powerful. And it will culminate in the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth and our gathering together in the clouds to him. 
I want to thank you for joining me today on His Light Life. Um, and I hope I wanted to tie a specific bow around our citizenship. I doubt, I highly recommend you go back and listen to my other podcasts on citizenship where my thinking was focused specifically on that. You'll get some keen insights. But I want to thank you for joining me in this one as we try to, as, the, as we parse out the importance of the believer understanding that they are to be victorious in two dimensions. We're to be victorious in both dimensions, as citizens of the earth and as citizens of heaven now. We are both those things now. And we don't have to have a weird wonderment towards the world, and we don't have to have a futuristic, I wonder what will happen when we get to heaven. That we're not isolated on that ship, and you know, the ship being Jesus, but we are in fact present in both places. divinely connected to both places. And that we can be the light in the earth. Thank you for joining me on His Light and Life, and we'll see you again next time. Thank you for listening to His Light and Life. Do you have questions or want to speak with Mark? Please reach out using the email in the description. We'll see you next time on His Light and Life. Thank you.